Doug. Hello, Karen. Hello, listeners. Happy Halloween. Oh, my God. That's right. It's Halloween week. It's Halloween week. So we are, but we are not at Halloween on Melrose Place. We are at the new season, the old, pickup of the old season. Who knows? According to Hulu, we're season seven, episode one. According to... Doug. Doug, we're something else. <laughs> it would, it's either, yeah, season six, episode 27, or season seven, episode one. Divorce, Dominican style. Um, yeah, and it's... If you look at it that way, the season seven, it's the beginning of the end. It's the beginning of the last season. Oh, so boy. And oh, boy, you, is it. Oh, yeah. boy. You know, I was going to reserve editorializing. I was gonna, <laughs> you know, it could have been like, and either way you look at it, it's bad or something. But I was like, no, I'm going to I'm going to like be all sunshine and rainbows and kittens. Um, <laughs> and then you know, it sucks. <laughs> well, <laughs> Well, I mean, here's the thing. Okay, so you know how you kind of go to a party and <laughs> there's that one house guest that won't leave? Uh-huh. I yeah. feel like we're there. Well, are we the house guest or are we the host? We're the host. Okay. And Melrose Place is the house guest that won't leave. It's like the term jump the shark, which is completely overused now, but it really is perfect for this show right now. It is completely jump the shark. I am the shark is so far behind them at this point they can't even see it. That's yeah. how far beyond it. That's how yeah. long ago the jump has been. The the shark was like I give up. <laughs> the shark drowned itself. <laughs> <laughs> Ken fucking heart gave up. I don't have my cheat sheet. <laughs> I have to take notes. Ken heart gave up. I want to know what happened to him. Was he I just like, know. I'm not going to watch anymore. I'm good. I don't know. He didn't leave an explanation or anything. He has like, just, I think he like, recapped like two, two, so, two episodes in this season. For those who don't listen every week, um, Ken Hart wrote these recaps in real time as these episodes aired in the 90s. And Karen used them as a reference tool. And um, <laughs> they don't they don't run through the whole show. They stopped. We're going to keep going with or without him. <laughs> Ken was my cliff notes and now he's gone. I know. We should like find him and see if we can I get him on the show. I want to find out what happened. Like, why did he, why did Well, he... I mean, like, I want to find out a lot. I want to be like, why were you drawn to the show? Why'd you do the recaps? And then I want to be like, and why did you finally quit? Like, I don't want him to have like done anything like i don't i don't like did he have a heart attack like no no i'm gonna assume that like there wasn't anything life-threatening that happened it was okay, just like i hope not i want it to be a life is short okay, moment good. with him well y'all i am researcher extraordinaire um so what did you look up I don't know, but I'm just saying I am researcher extraordinaire these oh, days. Oh, so okay. I am going to do, I'm going to look for Ken Hart and I'm actually setting a goal to have him on this podcast before we wrap Melrose Place. I love it. I think that's great. That's my goal. Um, yeah. And among her many talents and career prospects, yes, Karen is a journalist and researcher right now. So uh, she's not just saying like she knows how to go on Google. Like, yeah, she can actually do this for money. Um so I'm just put that on you. I'm going to wear my project manager hat and assign you the responsibility of looking into this and seeing what we can do. Well, thank you, project manager. That is exactly what I'm going to do. And I will say this, all you journalists out there that complain about publicists and all the press releases you're buried under, try doing this job without fucking press releases. It's a nightmare. I just want to say, as a recipient of numerous press releases every day, um, I think that's bullshit. Wait, no, what's... I'm not to oh, complain about. To complain about. Oh, to complain about. I was like, it was bullshit to not complain about getting press releases. <laughs> like, do with them what you will, but like, don't complain about it. They are your guide. I know, right? And it's really hard when you don't have a guide. Yeah. You know, like it's as like, you will imagine... see, we walk through this episode today. <laughs> I know, guideless without Ken. I mean, I still have notes. I have notes too. I kind of don't like taking notes though. Cause it takes me out of the episode. 
Um, yeah, and, I don't and, like, like it because it feels like homework. Yeah, and like I'm already, I'm already, at, I'm at the point with these episodes where I'm already kind of removed because I'm not really enjoying them, <laughs> and so to take notes is like one more removal, and I'm kind of like, why am I even doing this? Um, so I try. We to love just, you like, guys. I, I, we're doing it because we love you. Um, but so I was trying to like not take detailed notes so that I could try and watch more. Yeah, I think that's fair because we can always kind of catch what the other misses. Yeah. So I guess I I wrote in order because I can't. I did keep... too. Okay, great. So we're gonna start with the cold open where Amanda and the dickhead were um in uh, the Dominican Republic, the DR, and I guess for some reason we decided to have a, they decided to have a stop off at the remote beach. <laughs> yeah, they they like decided that one of their like prize moments worth flashing back to is when Amanda and Kyle went to get their first quickie divorces from their other spouses uh, just about a year earlier um, that that was important enough to flash back to. So Amanda and Rory have landed in the DR and they have a driver and he takes them to that same spot. And I don't know about you. I was like, I guess this is where they were a year ago. I'm not really sure. And then Rory and then they actually flash back and we see the footage of them and then Rory gets out of the car and he's like Amanda let's go the driver says there's still an hour till we get to the hotel (laughs) (laughs) I didn't think the DR was that big I didn't either (laughs) they're like Amanda's like dragging Rory through the wilds of the Dominican Republic to find this, you know, secluded beach. Yeah, they're like going to this nice resort and he's like, what is this dump? Let's go. Yeah. (laughs) Also, let's not forget he's an asshole and a scammer and everything. So like, he's not here for fun. No, he's not. He's here because he has a point. Yeah. Um, so meanwhile, we have a second, uh, was there anything else there or do we pop over to the, uh, second, um, phase of cold open? I don't even know what it's called. The second scene in the cold open, um, with Kyle and Jennifer, which actually the scene between the two of them was absolutely hilarious to me because it it was so clear that they were totally doing a recap for the viewers. Yes. Because, well, here's the thing. I was always under the impression that these episodes were intended to be, part of season six and that there wouldn't be any break in watching. So it's like, did they add this scene in or was it always written that way? Did they always know this was actually going to come after some extended break that they would need to recap for the viewer and bring the audience back to remind them of what they may have forgotten over the last season, which is just as well that they did it for us because we could use all the recapping help we can get, even though we saw the last episode just one week earlier. <laughs> that is what they're doing. But we be- we basically get the whole rundown and a conversation between Kyle and Jennifer th- about Christine and what happened with Taylor and Christine and then Amanda and how Kyle's trying to expose Taylor by forcing her to fall in love or pretending to be in love with her. And then Jennifer, we get a little bit of backstory from Jennifer about her and Billy, but it was just really this info dump. Yeah, in fact, I think what did I write down? Catching everyone up was the yeah. word that I wrote. <laughs> that's what I wrote. Catch each other up. LOL. <laughs> that is exactly what I wrote too. <laughs> and then basically the takeaway from that whole scene was that Jen sort of like tells Kyle to dangle the prospect of remarry of marriage in front of Taylor, and that will make her fess up. Well, yes, but also she is trying to reprioritize for Kyle because Kyle is like, I think that Taylor is about to crack, which, by the way, I realize I interchangeably write Lisa and Rinna and Taylor in the notes, but whatever. That's Um, okay. I I keep calling Alyssa Milano Sam because that's that's who she was. Because of, uh, yes, uh, who's the boss. So, So he's like, I know I'm about to find out the truth about what happened to Christine as long as I just keep up, like, escalate the charade with Taylor. And Jennifer's like, okay, even though I have stuff going on in my own life that I've now said again for you and the audience, let me remind you, you have 48 hours until Amanda is divorced from you. So why don't you go to Amanda and then come back and pick up on all this other stuff with Taylor? And he's like, okay, I've heard you. I'm going to go do the Taylor thing now. And they hug. (laughs) God bless them. Uh, So, yeah, we're caught up. Then we go to our cold open. Um, 
we return. Peter has come back from his rendezvous that got interrupted when Michael went to the, the cabin in the woods. So he comes back to Lexi and she sees that he's got this injury. Um, and she's, and he's like, you know, Michael came and found me. And she goes, Oh, that's probably my fault because I blabbed his where your whereabouts to Michael. And I'm like, yeah, it's entirely your fault because Michael asked you where Peter was. And Peter had said, don't tell anyone. And you were like, this is where Peter is. So yeah, that, that is on you. <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> Um, but he apologizes for his behavior and they embrace and she's all into it and he looks a little vacant. So he's still feeling things and I, I feel very little for the storyline because I hate all of it. But um, but we move on. And then we have Billy entering the kitchen while Sam, who, correct me if I'm wrong, they don't mention her injury or her recovery at all in this episode, do they? Or maybe, or I think Jennifer says something to her where she's like, I heard what happened. Yeah, remind me what happened to her again. <laughs> oh, that's when uh, Billy and um, Jeff were fighting and oh, they pushed right. her she and her head, head hit that. Yeah. She hit her head. That's right. Yeah. That's right. And so Sam is like on the phone and Billy gives her a look as he walks into the kitchen and she's like, what? It wasn't on the, I wasn't on the phone with Jeff. Amanda is having like her apartment redone while she's on this quickie trip to the DR and she had Sam be her contact. I don't know. She was talking to Amanda's painters. Um, yeah. <laughs> Which cause Amanda's getting the place painted. I like, okay. Yeah. I mean, it's not like she's gone for a long time, but whatever. And so Billy's basically like, look, I don't trust you right now. I don't even like you very much. And I mean, of the two, I'm more on team Billy than I am on team Sam. But he's going back to his, like, macho shithead mold, and he's being very self-righteous. Like, you can't really quantify it and be like, Sam had more of an affair than Billy did. They were both unfaithful. Mm-hmm. But, but, like, Sam did more lying <laughs> for a longer period than Billy did. But Billy yeah. is in no position... No. You really rub this in her face. Because the and bottom line is, like, if you guys aren't happy or the trust is gone, like, you don't punish each other. One of you has to leave. Right. And the thing that I sort of didn't get about this either is, why didn't Sam leave? Like, she was sort of, I thought she was kind of falling for the baseball player there. Like, what? what's his name? Why can't I? Jeff. I can't, Jeff. And I think she was. And she was. And so, like, you know what? If Billy's going to be this much of a dick, like, is this marriage worth saving? What is that from? Isn't that from something? Is this marriage worth saving? Yeah, wasn't there like I feel like there was a TV show that was like that had like a couple like it was like a like a couple going through divorce like a, a like a struggling couple and then the and then they would like throw it to the viewer. Is this marriage worth saving? God, or maybe I just made that up in my head. So horrible, but that definitely sounds like something that would be on TV. Okay, yeah. Okay. Anyway. No, but you're well, you're you're right. Actually, I just did a Google search and I typed in "is this" and the first thing that comes up is "is this marriage worth saving?" Where so, is that from? But it's not taking me to any TV show. It's just taking me to a bunch of like divorce lawyers. <laughs> and then okay. and then um, marriage dot com has ten signs your marriage is worth saving. So um, we should send those to Sam and Billy. We should. We should send a, a fax from the future. Yes. Um, that's actually an office joke. Um, they did that on the show. Um, yes. The thing is, we're watching. I think it play out in like real time on the show. What we already know, which is like, look. If you're unhappy with him, like the past doesn't matter. If there's another guy that you like more. And he wants to be with you, just go to him. Or vice versa. The point is, they both have potential escape plans. Yes. Um, but there's going to be a lot of redundant scenes that we're going to recap for you of Billy being a D-bag. A, a D-bag? Yeah, pretty much. Um, okay, so now we're at the medical practice, which has a slight name change. It's now Burns slash Mancini corporation or whatever it is with um coop's name on the second line under the two of them so thanks to michael's maneuvering when peter was in traction um michael is back 
and Michael has like the run of the roost. So Coop shows up and he's like, what the hell is going on? And Michael's like, oh, hey, sorry, you crapped out and didn't get that job in Philly. Um, and he's like really like baiting him. And Coop reaches out to strangle him. Um, and, and like Megan shows up to uh, like stop the fight. Um, and then we find out that Michael has also terminated Megan's role. There's no longer going to be an office manager. Um, that's part of his new pettiness is he can move on from Megan by um, firing her. So he has fired her yeah. or, or he has eliminated the role. He's like, you could go back to being a receptionist. So she quits. I don't blame her. I thought that no, was No, no, that was, that was, yeah, I mean, like, there's a difference between making Michael a lovable cad and just being a toxic jerk. Yeah. And the last season in particular, he's really just been a toxic jerk. And, and, like, the things he's done aren't fun to watch. Like, when he was trying to go after Jane when they were first getting divorced five seasons ago, okay, that was different, because that made for good drama. This doesn't even make for good conflict. No, he's just being he's just being a jerk to be a jerk and he's somebody that we're no longer rooting for and like I like I'm serious like seriously like if he got into a, a, another car accident I would be like okay goodbye. Yeah. Yeah, I mean yeah. that sounds tough but I think it's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no fun. By the way, didn't Coop say that the new lettering for the door court cost something like $15,000? Wait, did he say that or was he talking about the like Michael had ordered some new cardiothoracic machine or something. Oh, and that's, what, that's it what it was. Why do I? I kept thinking that he was talking about the lettering on the door, even though. Could it you was imagine a if it did? I know. Probably because it just seemed like something really stupid that Michael would pay fifteen thousand. It would. It does, and he would. I don't know why that was in my head, and that continues to be in my head. But moving on. Um. Okay, we're back in uh, Dominican Republic. And um, Rory is at the bar while Amanda's, like, getting ready to come down and go to the pool. Um, and very quickly at the top of the scene, we see him admiring the ring uh, of this woman who has been married multiple times. This, like, older rich woman who's at the DR. And the only thing I really like about that and wanted to point out is that the actress who plays her is Judith McConnell, who is a big soap actress. And she was one of the, the grand dames of the soap Santa Barbara. That are was we, big in the eighties. Are we gonna get anything from that scene with the exception of he's a he's like working it for the money? I think that's all. Like that's it. Like it was just like admiring it. the ring. Cause I was just waiting for him to like chop her finger off and take the ring. No, I don't like you know, something I don't and it that. seems like it's a waste of casting and that she was like somewhat of a name thirty years ago. But um I don't think so. And I I think it's just we already know that he's a scammer and below board and money hungry and all these things right. i don't know that there's anything else to, to glean from that but i could be wrong i could just not be remembering it right 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 i and sort I... of remember how this little spate of final episodes or like the leftover episodes ends but i don't remember what happens over like the next four or five weeks to get there okay. so it could be well, and I guess the only thing that we uh, take away from the scene is that uh, after Amanda goes to the pool, Rory takes a call and he mm -hmm. needs like 50K. 50,000, right? yeah. That's and he we... freaks out. He bangs the phone a thousand times. Yeah. Yeah. At which point Alyssa goes, yeah, Amanda, you sure know how to pick them. Yeah. I mean, her track record sucks. I know, more it really than, does. More than Joe, more than Jane. It sucks. Yeah, at this point with Rory, this is just stupid. She doesn't even like him. Well, the point is that she doesn't like herself. But it's like, this is a not know, fun. I know, but, but we don't so, need to do that. It's so heavy-handed. We don't. Yeah. We don't. We don't need to do this. I mean, you can you can not like yourself and have an affair with a terrible person because you don't like yourself. That doesn't mean you marry them. Right. You can drink a lot to dull the pain and make bad choices a lot that also doesn't mean you marry them and particularly because amanda has always been this sort of like you know practical prisoner. yeah she's been very yeah. you know she's very and so to have her sort of 
fall not only fall into bed with this jerk who she clearly thinks is a jerk. She's yeah. she's like Yeah, there's no respect. No, not at all. She he's like a mosquito for her, yeah, right? Yeah, like yeah. she's like kind of smacking him all the time. Um, but yet she's gonna continue um down this down the wedded path. I don't know. It just it rings so untrue and not in a fun way. It isn't fun. That is the problem with all of these stories is that they just feel so mechanical and labored to the point of they're not being fun. Yeah. I mean, truthfully, we're, we're starting to wade a little bit into season four territory here. Yeah. I mean, for me, it's worse than season four, but yes. I know. Cause you, you don't have your OGs to like hang on to. Yeah. But I'm, 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 I'm starting to get the season four vibes right now. Especially since I know a lot of the characters that I do like are probably going to get the axe soon. Uh, yes. So, anyway. Um, next scene, we go to Kyle's. And, I mean, we just have, like, a little moment between Taylor and Jen that I actually really appreciated in this episode because there was a little bit of banter back and forth between the women that I thought was super fun. Like, when, you know, Jen points out that Taylor is pregnant and Taylor's kind of like, he told you? Yeah. And she was like, uh, I didn't think it was comfort eating. And so, you know, and there yeah. was there was just some, like some fun little things going on there. And then basically it was Jen's turn to kind of plant the seed that um, Kyle wants to marry her again, but he feels like she's holding something. Back. Yeah, that's exactly right. She's got the, he, she says he's got these lingering suspicions and, and if you could assuage them, then maybe he would propose and give you what you want. Um, and beyond that, I mean, Jennifer has really become not just like new Sydney, but basically like she's new Amanda. I mean, she's basically like running the whole show. Yes, yeah, she is. Every character comes to her for advice. She's the only one who catches on to shit. By now, she's the one who has the most connections, I think, to anyone on the show. Right. She works with Kyle and Taylor and has a history with Kyle. She's been roommates with Megan. She's been friends with Sam and having an affair with Billy. Like she's and related to Michael. Like she's basically the one who's the connector. Right. So they have turned that character around a couple times. I'm just basically pointing it out and appreciating it. <laughs> and appreciate it we shall. But for now, we go back to Amanda. Um, so uh, what's his bucket? Rory is pouting because he now is short all this money. And Amanda doesn't care. Like, in between the times we see them, when, like, they're not drinking and they're not having sex and, like, they're not en route somewhere. Like, what do they do? What do they actually talk about? They don't really know anything about each other or like each other. Are they just sitting in separate rooms? Nowadays, I just feel like, well, they're on their phone. But back then, I'm like, what? Is, there is nothing there. Yeah. So he's pouting. He's, like, popping open another bottle of champagne. Um, and Amanda goes into the shower, and and he's, um, and she's like, I don't need you to bring me down. Like, stop that. So while she's in the shower, he makes a phone call, and he's like, I have a plan. I have a way to work around the money, and I'll have it to you by the end of the week. And then he's feeling better and he joins her in the shower. Yeah. So basically, I think he's going to kill her. I think that is what his plan is going to be. Okay. Um, man. Um, I guess we're going back to Melrose yeah, Place. Yeah. With Sam and Billy. And so there's yeah. still more Sam and Billy stuff. Like Sam was stuck in traffic, but Billy doesn't believe her. Um, it, It's just, you know, clearly there are trust, trust issues between these two. And I guess in the meantime... Um, Jeff has been trying to reach Sam and she's not taking his calls. So he sent a letter. Yes. And, and if, Billy gets mad. Uh, yeah. So yeah, it's not just that Billy is continuing to be a jerk. Like there's another reminder of the affair. That's a new reminding him about it to be a jerk. He gives her this piece of mail from Jeff. Um, and she's like, it, it doesn't matter. And then he calls her a tramp and he reads the rest of the letter out loud. Um, and it, it actually becomes like an unintentionally funny scene yeah, at this point. He was so bad at it. <laughs> I was like, wow. It was kind of like watching like a seven-year-old read out loud. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's yeah. I mean, this guy went to Dartmouth and he can't, and he has like a, a second grade reading level. Yeah, that w- he went to Dartmouth. I had no idea. I mean, I think it was on a soccer scholarship, and he comes for money. But yeah. Wow, I had no idea. Yeah, I mean, the shoes were a prominent family. The father was like a state senator in Jersey, which is why the kids. Really? Yeah, that's why I think they were able to get like into show business at such a young age. Wow, I actually had no idea. I I should really check on that because I'm going on information I think I knew 30 years ago. So I should double check that. Wow. Yeah, but you have the memory of an elephant. Thank you. You have, like, your brain is phenomenal how it retains things. I can't I even a... remember the characters' names. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know that one day, I, like, I'm going to lose my memory. I know that I'm, like, destined for, like, dementia. That that would be, like, the cruel twist. That the, <laughs> like, the one thing I prided myself on is the, is what I lose. But, um... But we're not yeah. fatalistic or anything around here. <laughs> no. no. Uh, we, don't, we don't go dark. Not uh, even a little. No. Not even a little. Um, um, but so, no, so, so Billy starts being, like, increasingly okay. abusive. Yes. To her. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, he, yeah. I get what's triggering him, but it's enough and he needs to put a lid on it. Yeah. And instead he goes, and I'm going to try and, and approximate it and I won't do it. But he goes, this is sick. And then he storms out. Yeah. And it was amazing. Alyssa loved it. She's been quoting it ever since. Well, okay. So here's my, the, you know, my notes. Why doesn't he just dump her? He clearly, like, he had an affair too. He was clearly having feelings for Jeff. Like, this is the same thing. Like, when I was thinking about Sam, why is she still in this relationship? Why doesn't she go back with the baseball player? I'm at the same place with Billy. Why are they still hanging around each other? Break up already. Go to the people that you want to be with. Yeah, there's basically three options. And one is you forgive each other and move on. Two is you go to therapy and try and figure out exactly where you stand and is there a way to move on? Or three, you move on. Mm-hmm. Like you go your separate ways and it's not like either of them has to worry about being left by someone for someone else and being abandoned. Like they both have attractive people waiting in the wings for them. Right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And I don't know. I feel like maybe the writers felt like it wouldn't be that interesting if they just broke them up. But I don't know. To me, I feel like then you spin it off and you can just do other more interesting things. Um, You know, uh, what is the fallout of leaving your spouse for the other person that you had an affair with if there is fallout? You know, I mean, and then also the fact that, like, you know, they always talk about, like, if you cheated once, you'll cheat again. Mm -hmm. You know, so what does that do to the relationship that you're currently, the new relationship that you embark on? Like, will that person that you're with actually trust you? Because, you know, they, they, you cheated, you cheated on their spouse with them. Well, you know, are they saying, I don't know. I just feel like there's so much more to mine by breaking them up instead of forcing them to stay together. Yeah. Or in forcing them to stay together and try and, and recapture what they had, which I'm not sure what that ever was. Yeah. I think I feel like that. Like that, there's there's storyline potential there for sure. They, but the writers aren't mining it. I mean, they're kind of just going like the most direct route to like show that they're not getting along, but they're not talking to each other. They're just avoiding mm-hmm. each other and then barking at each other when we see them. Yeah. It's another one of those things like uh, what I was just saying with Amanda and Rory. It's like I don't understand what's happening in that apartment the other twenty three hours of the day. No, me neither. Um, so we're going to go to the hospital now. And it was just like, there's like a quickie scene between Michael and Taylor mm-hmm. where she's like, I'm going to tell, I'm going to tell Kyle everything. And Michael's like, oh, that's a bad idea. And then that kind of moves on. And we see Peter with the shrink who let him borrow the cabin. And, um, and Peter is basically unhappy with his life. I mean, that's yeah. it, right? Yeah. The, the, the doctor like reads in between the lines of what Peter is saying. Peter's like, this is great. That's great. Everything in my life is great. He goes, I have my new girlfriend is great. And I'm like, well, by now I don't think we call her new. Like, no, she's, I think she's you've the been old with girlfriend. Her. Okay. She's been living with you for like a year. So I, I don't think you say that, but, um, but the doctor is like, you know what, when people say this is great and that is great and this is great. Tells me they're really unhappy. Why don't uh, you see me and I will treat you to a session? Um, And Peter says something like, you know, I look around and I see everyone get what they want except me. And I'm like, excuse me? 
<laughs> you fucked around so many times with so many people, and you're the one who's going to cry victim? Spare me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we're back in the DR, and Rory is trying to buy Amanda a ring, and she's like, don't give me that. I'm not ready for a ring yet. Um, but she will be soon. So, yes, we have this, like, bunch of quick scenes, and then we have more uh, with Billy. Um, we're back at the upstairs lounge, and he apologizes to Jennifer for um, sort of, not not the way he treated her, but, like, sort of just the situation. He t- takes accountability for getting them in, um, and she's like, remember what I said, don't let go of your feelings. And he's acting all morose. He says, like, love is just another word. Um, and so then, um, she tells Billy that she knew what Sam was doing with Jeff all this time. Yeah, he doesn't That, that she well. didn't find out <laughs> when he found out. She knew. Now, she doesn't say that, like, she kept planting seeds that, like, you know, helped Sam along the way to, to Jeff. Um, uh, and so he runs out. He go, well, he says Sam had a dinner meeting. I got to check on her and see how it went. And then he, yeah, he now he's that. like following Sam all over town. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then we cut to fireworks in the sky, and it's Rory in uh, the DR dragging Amanda to a fortune teller. Um, and then there's a woman. Set up. This it's woman, I mean, she says all these things. She's like, um, You've been hurt by love and more than once, and I can see that you don't need love. You just need a lifelong friend and a companion, and that you shouldn't back out of previous agreements. And she's like, Rory, pay the woman. Like, she sees right through. Um, And she's like, you know what? I'm not even mad that you did that. I'm glad that you did that. That was, like, fun. It's it's like, how stupid is Rory? Um, And yet, it doesn't seem to have dissuaded uh, Amanda in the slightest. Not even a little bit. Um, and back to Billy spying, and he sees that Samantha was telling the truth, that she didn't have some clandestine dinner meeting with uh, with Jeff. She was with whatever clients or whoever she was supposed to be running this meeting with. She's so talented as an account exec. Um, and, and so he sees them, and she's, like, waiting for uh, the valet to bring her car, so he's good, and he drives away. Just in time for Jeff to pull up right behind Sam's own car, and he, like, pulls her aside, and he tells her that he loves her again, and they kiss. But, of course, Billy didn't see that part. And I just want to say, there have been a lot of scenes in the last few episodes of pouring rain. It Was yes. it actually raining in L.A. as they were filming these scenes? I have and no idea, but it's raining it, in L.A. now. Was it the last time until recently that it did? I kind of feel like the way that things have been in L.A. lately, like the past couple of weeks where it just keeps raining and raining and raining, that this they must have been in a season like that when they recorded this. Yeah, that's my guess, because I don't think they're doing it you know, like to establish mood or anything. I don't think so. I think it's just raining, which I think is it was super weird too. because it yeah. never rains in LA except it when I go and now. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. Maybe um, all we needed to do was get to these episodes to, to end the drought. It's our fault. I'm so sorry, Lise. Well, it's our fault, but then we uh, solved the problem. So we're sorry and you're welcome. I'm apologizing to my friend, Lise, who is like in misery <laughs> because it's raining. I believe that. Um, okay. But I believe it was misery without the rain too. So what? What? What can I say? Yeah. So where are we now? Kyle's restaurant closing time. Um. Every new beginning comes from some other beginnings, and yes, we are at yes, the restaurant. That's exactly where we are. We we can't say that those lyrics like we have to like. I don't oh. Remember how many lyrics we're allowed to say? I think it's like one. Okay. Line. Forget I said anything, guys. Yeah, I think it's like one line. Um, well, we'll pretend that was one long line. Oh, please. Our opening and closing, we've totally... <laughs> are probably not fair use either. <laughs> well, anyway. you guys, that'll just be between us. <laughs> okay. Anyway, we're at Kyle's and it's closing time. And he's like, basically, I felt like he just like showed all his cards. Well, he did. And for for a second, it really looks like he loses his hand, but... Yeah, I totally but thought he did. Like, it doesn't matter. 
because he actually like he like confronts taylor and he's kind of like he kind of starts with like i just i don't know like i want to move forward but i feel like i feel like there's something between us something that you're not telling me like and so it started okay but by the end of it he's like you're not telling me something about christine yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) and i was like oh christ yeah he's like something's keeping me from being ready to take the next step and then he's like I, we used to have the perfect relationship in Boston. And I'm like, you did? Because you, you cheated, cheated on her and she fled and made you go cross country so she could find her dead sister's ex-husband and have an affair. So I don't think it was perfect. But, but everything was perfect. There we go. Um, and he's like, I just want you to be honest. And so she's like putting up a front and being like, but I am being honest. And he like keeps laying it out there. Um, and she kind of calls the bluff, and, and she's like, then, okay, then I don't need you. And she walks out. Yeah. I was like, she's oh, like, man, then, you blew it. She's like, then, okay, then it'll just be me and our baby. And leaves, and he, like, hurls some pots around the kitchen. Meanwhile, back at Melrose Place. So now we see Coop and Megan again. Um, and he's like, you know... Take your time finding a job. Don't worry. In fact, if you want, you can just stay home and raise our family. Um, and then she shows up in some like black attire and is like, "Oh, guess what? Jennifer already got me a job at Kyle's. <laughs> Going to work now. Bye." Yeah. So again, like, what do you people talk about when we don't see you? But um. <laughs> but you know, she basically tells him she doesn't want to be financially dependent on him. But I will say, waitressing at a jazz club versus being a doctor, he definitely has the upper hand yeah there's a big there's a big discrepancy yeah. but, but good but on her she has some spending money so yeah, yeah good on her um meanwhile back at Melrose place uh kyle goes to taylor's and he tries again to get this big secret out of her and yeah. this time yeah this time um successful she cracks she totally cracks and it's like again another info dump <laughs> yeah which i think is like made worse by the fact that she summarizes the whole story and we again revisit just how stupid it was yeah right down to having sex with nick yeah which i don't even know why she included because it really doesn't explain any more about what happened she's like i did it just to get information out of him it's like well i don't really think that accomplished that but okay but there we are. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so she basically spills it and, um, and, oh, and she said, she lets it go that she get she gave Nick half. She talks interest. about half of the interest in the jazz club. In the jazz club. So why didn't he try and collect it? Even though he thinks he like, she's de- like, I don't know that, that I think was really weird. And I don't know if anything is going to happen with that anymore. But I just thought that that was kind of weird. And then um, basically uh, Kyle gets really mad and he's like, I know that baby's not mine. Yeah. Yeah, it's all out there. She talks about how she's the one who forged the note to yeah. Amanda, all of that. And she tells her, yeah, she's, he's like, you make me sick and you're evil. And, and he walks away and she cries a little, but I still found the whole thing uh, anticlimactic. Yeah, because they was. had this had a this had a lot of buildup. Yeah, yeah, especially with the whole Christine, like, yeah, and it just, it, yeah, it it really kind of fell flat. And I think part of what made it fall flat was her reciting the whole storyline. Yeah, and it wasn't because the emphasis was on regurgitating the plot, right? And it wasn't on character. It wasn't like she started hemorrhaging tears. It wasn't like it wasn't it didn't end up being a particularly good opportunity for Lisa Rinna as a performer, because all she had to do was just repeat what we'd already known to happen. It wasn't like it wasn't like it caused her to miscarry and it up those stakes, dramatically speaking. It it was like at some point, Kyle was going to have to find out the truth and he wore her down and she told him the whole truth and he got mad and stormed out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so. So now he knows the truth. Okay. Okay. Now we're going to go to Jeff's. Yeah. So now Jennifer comes to Jeff, who's packing. Yeah, he's leaving town. Um, And Jennifer's very smart. And so she knows, here's the deal. 
I know you don't know anything about me, but while you've been having this affair with Samantha, I've been sleeping with Billy. I think Sam should know this, but it can't come from me, so I think she should hear it from you. And he's like, leave me alone. Yeah. I mean, I don't think he says that. I don't think he says anything. He's just like, uh, whatever. And then I think the scene ends. And... Okay, so we're back at the club. Michael's getting drunk at Kyle's, and he sees Megan there working. Um, and he makes a scene. You know, he's like, he shouts for um, everyone to hear. He's like, don't order from this waitress. Everyone knows lousy wives make lousy waitresses. Um, he's just being a dick again. And he kind of drunkenly reveals that he's the one that told that pervy doctor back at Philadelphia right, about right. her past. Which is also what cost Coop his job. And now Megan has ammunition. Yeah, so Megan is like, shut up. You're not going to say anything. I'm going to hold this over your head. She does also say, Michael, you're telling him that almost led to my being raped. Which I was glad that they included. Um, And and she's like, I can use this all against you and I'm not going to tell you when. And then we have a scene of Lexi in bed with Peter... Um, and even though she is like ecstatic post coitus, he's like just not feeling it. Yeah, he is clearly not in love. Yeah. Um, and I guess we are we're we're back at the DR and Kyle called Amanda and she hung up on him. Yeah, so this is why Kyle is so stupid. Because it's literally, I think, a matter of minutes, not even hours, before Amanda plans to officially dissolve the marriage. And he has just found out what what he needs and what is assuming he can get Amanda back the 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 key right. to snapping her out of this this self-imposed funk of hers and so he calls her he reaches her and he doesn't tell her what he knows he's, he's just like <laughs> he's just yeah i mean like all, all the way down he's just like i have something to tell you i'm going to get on a plane and i'm going to come to see you and then it'll all be fine it's like no Tell her right now that you know and have her attention that everything she is doing and sabotaging her life about is lies and that she yeah. didn't cause anything. Like, tell her that. Tell her that I'm on my way to see you, but you have to know this right now. But yeah. he does all of that except the part where he tells her what he knows. So but he doesn't do that. So she hangs up on him. Divorce is continuing. Divorce is moving apace. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, so after, so we're going to go back to the hospital now where Peter is having another session with the psychiatrist. I think this is working. What do you mean this is working? For Peter. He finally comes to the realization about oh, what you is think wrong he's, in his life. He's arriving. Yeah. He, yeah. Yes. But I just want to say there is a scene after she, after Amanda hangs up on. There is? Kyle. She talks to Rory and they have this odd little talking around things where she agrees to marry him, and he's like, look, I've been with girls since I was 13. I'm tired of the chase. I'm tired of romance. He's like, this won't be about love, but I'll protect you. Oh, that's right. That's why I didn't write it down, because I thought it was stupid. Yeah, it was really stupid. Um, and a little gross. But yes, now we're back to Peter's therapy session, and yes, it is working. Because you know what? Peter comes to the realization Lexi's not the one. Yeah. And he admits that he's still in love with Amanda. Yeah. And I think, does he, he's like, uh, the doctor's like, when you're making love, who do you fantasize about? Yeah. And does he say Amanda or does he say my ex-wife? Because I was going to be like, well, which one? Yeah, but, I think but then my, I think he said my ex-wife, but isn't isn't it only Amanda? He's got a dead wife. He's a dead wife and an ex-wife, and I guess that is it. Yeah, yeah, he did say my ex-wife, and then he said Amanda, and then yeah, and the doctor's like Amanda or something like that. Um, and then I just made a note, like, well, what about Beth? But I guess there are no fantasies there. No, I mean she's dead. She's been long dead. Um. But Amanda's dance card is full. Yeah, she's getting married. I mean, her divorce is now finalized. That was quick. Yep. Yep. Sorry, um, Kyle. Yeah, we're in the Dominican Republic. Um, 
And I guess Rory is making plans to take Amanda on uh, to a romantic secluded beach. Although I don't think he's thinking romance. I think he's thinking dead. He's thinking yeah, murder. I think you're onto something. Yeah, um, and the guy that he's asking about, I just want to point out, is a really good actor named Ian Gomez, who was on Felicity and was married for many, many years to Nier Vardalos um, oh. from My Big Fat Greek Everything. Um, mm. So, so yeah. And um, he pays uh, the guy off for his secrecy. His silence. He wants it to be yeah. a surprise because nobody wants to know that they're going to be murdered. <laughs> Yeah, it it, it kind of gives up the ghost. So yeah, murder is usually a surprise to the yeah. person that's getting murdered. So exactly. Um. So yes, and that's when Amanda shows up and she's like, "Hey, another divorce finalized. I'm a free woman." Yeah. And then I have that we're back at the doctor's office, mm. and Michael and Coop get into a fight, and Megan breaks it up. My notes are so bad; I don't even remember what happened. They got into a fight. She broke it again, and she breaks it up. Yeah, this is when they're fighting the um, about that fifteen thousand dollar like cardiograph machine. Oh, um, and was... Megan, and even though Megan is done working there, she's like, "Well, I was going to meet Coop for lunch, or she was going to meet Coop for lunch." So she happens to show up at the moment that they start fighting again, and Megan plays peacemaker because she's like holding this over Michael now. Oh, so she's like, right. she's like able to just push a button that like silences Michael. That if she's not around, he can get away with otherwise. Right. And Coop was like, "How do you do that?" And she's like, "It's magic. I don't." Yeah. Know. Yeah. It was really great. Um, even though I didn't remember that part at all. Um, okay. Temporary magic. And now we're um, at Melrose again. Yeah, and guess who's who's at Sam's doorstep like a little puppy? Oh well, if you're Billy, it's not going to be good news. But Sam gets home first and finds Jeff there. Yes. And, and then she's like, "You got to go. Billy's about to be here." And so Billy I guess this arrives. <laughs> like, what did they do? Was this one of the days they both drove to the same job in separate cars and then got back at just about the same time? I, I think know. that they've been going in separate cars since the discovery. I don't think they're. I don't think they're carpooling anymore. But, but she knew. Like, they both left work at the exact same time and both were parking on the block at the same time. They were probably fighting over the parking space. Oh, I wish I'd seen that. Mm-hmm. But anyway, yes. Yeah. So then Billy does show up, as as Sam warned, um, and finally Jeff spills the beans yeah. about Billy and Jennifer having an affair. Yeah. So Sam opens the door to her apartment. She walks in. She tells Jeff to pack her things while she goes up to yell at Jennifer. Um, Billy and Jeff start fighting. Then Jennifer opens the door, and she and Sam start fighting on the landing. I mean, like, it's it girl looked, fight. It looked like someone was really going to go over the railing. Mean, yeah, I thought this was it for Sam. I thought I really thought Jen was going to throw over the railing, but that's not what happened. If this were that show, like, any previous season, that's exactly what would have happened, though. Yeah, and then we would have had, like, a dead body down by the pool, and it would have been great. But that's been so not what better. happened. Nah, it's not. So they, like write themselves so that neither of them can fall off the railing. Um, and then Sam is basically strangling Jennifer and the two Jennifer dudes. Jennifer got her ass kicked by Sam. Did you see that coming? I did not no, see that I coming. Th I thought Jennifer was yeah. really going to handle it. I thought Jennifer um, was going to handle it. So the men hear the women fighting and they run up to, to stop it. And they break it up. And so Jeff is like, Sam, let's just go. And she's like, no, I need some time alone. And she's like, crying fake tears yeah i don't know where she's gonna go because you know she's not staying in the apartment she's not gonna stay with jeff like where's she oh she can stay at amanda's with the paint fumes well sounds good to me okay um then we go to michael in his car listening to a self-help tape yeah oh. yeah oh. it's fun but he gets a call from taylor while he's driving. yes Yes. Um, she calls him on his car phone and she says that she has lost Kyle forever and she's calling to say goodbye. Yeah. And um, wah, wah, ominous. Yes. Um, so back in the DR, uh, we are like, you know, Amanda gets another quickie wedding. Like this is the this is so funny, too. It's it's another wedding on Melrose Place that had absolutely no play. Like, you, you know, usually we've talked about this before. Usually when you have weddings, they're, they're always like the big event of the season. And now there have been a few, especially Amanda's wedding. Usually hers. It, yeah, it's yeah. her weddings. And it's just kind of like a shrug. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but she is like marrying that snake. Yeah. 
And just as it's time to kiss for Rory to kiss the bride, uh, we see Kyle show up. Yeah. So he has made it with like the fastest uh, 747 of all time. So we actually, since clear. we know it takes an, more than an hour in the car just from the airport. <laughs> so we've got, we've got, okay. So that's kind of like Cliffy number one. And then we get Cliffy number two. Yes. So we're back to Taylor in her car. Um, she's parked somewhere. Like it looks like she's under, under the, an overpass. Santa Monica, or Santa yeah. Monica Pier. She's yeah. In the sand. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she's like checking her appearance out and, um, we see that she's got a hose spewing carbon monoxide into her car. So she is trying to end it all. Will she live? Well, she might, but the baby won't. Cause you know, babies don't survive on. They don't, place. uh, they don't seem to have a good shelf life now. So there we go, folks. That was the episode without Ken Hart's cheat sheet. How did we do? Yes, let us know. And also let us know how you know the writers did. Yeah. Um, it's hard to find a storyline to be excited about right now, but we'll see what takes shape over the next couple of episodes. Yeah. And just to say, I think I have found Ken Hart. Oh, where? But believe it or not, I think I found him on Twitter. I think I know who he is on Twitter. Excellent. Does he yeah. have a... You don't have to say what it is, but does he have a a name that includes his own or is it like a completely different? No, it's a name that includes his own. And there are, I will say this, a lot of Ken Hart's in this world, but um, deduced, uh, I have, I think I'm pretty sure that it's him based on um, the fact that he is still doing pop culture-y things, including a pop culture podcast um, oh. about uh, Doctor Who. So I'm really oh. thinking that this is our guy. I and his Twitter is feed is like sort of like sharp, like sharp and funny. And um, and I think that this is our guy. So hopefully I'm going to DM him um, when we're done with this and hopefully he checks his DMs. And... Oh, I'm excited. Now you guys really have to tune in again to see what happens. I know. This is like wild. We're expanding like, our universe. I know. Like I'm a little bit nervous. Like, oh my God, are you the Ken Hart? Like, this is so exciting. <laughs> the Ken Hart. It's been like a part of my life for how many years have we been doing this? Well, you weren't going to these recaps from the beginning, were you? No, I wasn't. No, I wasn't. But I, I picked them up probably after, I think after season one, like I've been using them fairly like for a long time. Wow. So, like, he has been in my life for years. It's funny. Well, I wish us luck, guys. <gasps> so exciting. Okay, we're going to go to the boulevard because it's getting late and I'm getting yawny. Yawny. Um, so, follow us over there. You guys, stay tuned because you, only, you, don't, you not only want to find out what happens on Melrose, but we have to find out what happens with Mr. Hart. So we hope to have more news for you next week when we will see you back on the block. Bye.